Good rising, beloveds. This is Bush Mama recording live on Anchor, and today is the 22nd of September. How the days are going so fast, and it's 4:51 a.m. in the rising. Yeah, wow, hmm. Some signs and wonders are being presented to those that have the eyes that can see. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Um, so much is happening. Like, I'm just trying to just center my mind and just give to you the message. It's rising, but just loads more thoughts are coming into my mind as I'm trying to do that. So, the rising message is really about um, the fear of God in us. And I want to talk about that because... Um, this is not coming from a Christian point of view at all, but it will go for Christians as well, because I realise that Christians have a lot of fear of them, and it is the fear of God. And even us, do you know what I mean? We have a lot of the fear of God in us. Now, when we think about love, if you've ever been in love, if you've ever known what it feels like to surrender and just lose yourself in love and to reveal yourself in the presence of love. There is no fear in it. There is literally no fear in that. Do you know what I mean? Like when you're in love, fear is not there. Fear is, fear is, you're not thinking about fear when you're in love, are we? No, we're not. What we're thinking about is the feeling that, that, it's almost like it's it's an energy that engulfs you. It's almost like you're not thinking about anything else. You're lost in that moment or you're lost in love. It's such a good and wonderful feeling. And then when you think about fear, it's 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 an edgy feeling. It's an uncomfortable feeling. It's a fear that can make you even anxious. It's a fear that can make you doubt yourself. It can, it's a fear that really immobilizes you. Now, I've read the Bible and there is a lot of things in the Bible that is very disturbing for me. But because it's God and God is supposedly the creator of this universe. And God is supposedly the creator of us. And that, to some point, is true, right? To some point, it it is true. But my question is, gods are also known as rulers, And when you think about, when you rule someone, you're controlling someone, aren't you? And when you think about love, love is not a ruler. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Love is not a controller. At all. Love can be tough. Yeah, love can be tough. It really can. But when love is tough, you don't feel fearful. You don't feel... Like you're losing yourself in a negative way. You don't feel out of control in a negative way. 
you might feel a little bit peeved, but you can hear the truth being spoken to you. And the reason why it's been spoken to you in a tough way is because you haven't been listening and this person really loves you. When somebody speaks to you in tough love, it's because they really want you to grow or to change or to fix up. It's a good thing. It may not feel good, just like the truth. It may not feel good, but trust me, it will be good for you. But when you think about fear, unless you're able to basically take fear and transmute it, because fear can be a lesson too, only if you see it as a lesson. But people are not seeing fear as a lesson. They're seeing fear as a fear. And that fear, right, it makes them not want to live life the way that we should be living life, which is freely. You don't want to do that. You can't do that. You can't say that because there's a consequence. And the consequence is this burning furnace called hell. Now, even though people haven't been there, you know, it's been programmed into our minds so much. And all those that are programming that, that image in our minds, they haven't been there neither. No one's even been to heaven, and if they have, why are they not broadcasting it on the news? So we can understand what heaven is like. They broadcast how they go to the moon. So why don't we know? Why haven't, why haven't men have, you know, why haven't they have a desire to go and meet this amazing God that they, you know, why, why haven't they gone to meet him? If they can get to the moon, I'm sure they can get to heaven. So, for me, I do enjoy reading some parts of the Bible, right? Because there's some real truths in there, like, there's some real truths in the movies. And for me, the Bible is like a movie in a text form, in a physical text form. That has been easily available and accessible to everybody. For free sometimes. If you go into a hotel, you open the drawer, the Bible is there. Now, the fear of God that has been programmed into us is a really serious fear because it's almost like, especially Christians who really believe and live their life with the fear of God in them, they, they will never be free. You can never be free with anyone's fear inside of you, not even your own. You cannot be free with fear. And they knew that. They knew that once we programmed fear into these human beings, then they would never ever be free completely. You will have a sense of freedom, but it won't be real freedom. Because you cannot be free when we have fear. We just cannot. It's impossible. It's always like when the Bible also says you can't serve two masters, and love is a master, and so is fear. We can't serve two masters at the same time. You love one and despise the other. And I despise the fear of God that is in many, 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 many human beings, Christians and non-Christians. And whatever you call God, Whatever religion you belong to and whatever you call God, they also, that sector also has the fear of their God in them. 
because in all across the religious books, all across the holy books, whatever God, <laughs> I say whatever God because there seems to be many gods as well. Like, oh no, my, it's my God says this. No, my God says this. It's like, it's crazy. But we have to question everything. Do you know what I mean? We have to question everything because everything is a lie. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, what, what this whole pandemic has done for me, it has really opened my eyes and it's made me question on a deeper level. Like, I was even presented with the moon not being real. Not what we think it is anyway. And it was a, it was a really hard pill for me to swallow. But it did make me look more into it because I am questioning everything, questioning everything, and I am questioning everyone. I'm not just going to take people's stories for face value because fake news is a system. And it has always been a system to confuse the people in the world. And it's a controlling system. Fear is a system. It literally is a system. It's alive. Even today, it's alive. It's it's an, it's 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 it, it 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 has movement. It moves and lives in many many beings. Just like the Matrix is a system. It's a controlling system. So if you have the fear of God in you, or if the fear of God has been programmed in you because it has been programmed in us from a very young age. We were threatened with hell. Do you know what I mean? We were threatened with hell. And just like, you know, this threat is an old threat that has passed through and come through many generations. But I just want to look at this God for a minute. Just for a minute. Now, this God that created humans is a jealous God. This all-powerful creator, God, who knows everything. He literally knows, and it's a he. It's a, it's a he, which means he, 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 he's human. He. If it's energy, you can't say energy is he, because energy is neutral. You, you know, any energy energy is like the breath. Energy is like the air. You, you can't see the wind, you see? But with this God, you can see this... You can, you can see this God. This God is Mel. That's what the Bible says, that this God is Mel. And so this God is Mel. And this God is jealous. And this God is all-knowing, but at the same time, God tests humans to find out if they really love him. But he's all-knowing, right? Why would he have to test people? Why would he have to test people to know if they are for him or not? He's all-knowing, right? There shouldn't be no tests unless... In the tests... 
Because God has tested some people in some serious ways. Like, when you think about God testing his servants, and imagine God saying to you that you have to sacrifice your only child. <laughs> and God is saying this. God's, you know, God's testing you, but you don't know that you've been tested. Because you serve God, you're so you're so you're so in love with God. You 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 know, God God knows that you like. It's almost like God wants to just. It's like a lover. A lover that doesn't really know how much their lover loves them. So they test them to see what the outcome would be, and if the outcome is how they imagine it to be, then that validates the love for them. So God. God does this. Because remember, he has admitted that he's a jealous God, right? So God will put tests like that. Because when, when a lover's jealous, they go to some crazy extents. Especially if you're obsessed. And I think God was a bit obsessive. He was a bit obsessive. So this God, who is all-powerful, all-knowing, the creator God, tests is. people to see if they really love him and he requires of them to do some really serious things like sacrifice their only children and then almost when you know the parent us as a parent would get ourselves together and you know it's literally it's a sacrifice isn't it you're giving up your only child because you love God so much and you want to serve God and you know, you love your child as well, but, you know, God is all-powerful and God is all-knowing and, and God God is choosing you. God is, like, saying what you're saying to myself. You're saying to yourself, well, you know, God God must be, I'm, I'm going to be chosen after this. And, and you go through all the process that it takes to bring your child to sacrifice for God. And then, when you go through that, God basically says, I'm only joking. I was just testing you just to see how much you love me. Like, really? That's like God watched and allowed you to go through torture, because that's what you're going to go through if you have to give up your only child. Even though you're, you're surrendering, you are going through torture. You have to go through a point of acceptance and giving that child up. And there's a lot of adrenaline that is being released in that moment. A lot of adrenaline, trust me, because if God says on this day, maybe God will say, right, on the 31st or the 30th of this, of this month, you have to bring your child to sacrifice. So between today and that date, you are going through, you're going through trauma. And energetically, you are releasing this energy, your blood is boiling. And when the blood boils... It becomes food. I think they have a name for it now. It's called adrenochrome. God also says that he likes the smell of burning flesh. But what flesh? What flesh does he like the smell of? This is a God that is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving as well, all-loving. All-loving that you would put somebody through that test. But there's a reason why that God put that person through that test. God knew. God was getting off 
on watching. God was getting off on watching that man bring his only child to slaughter. Because he's an all-knowing God. He should have known that the man, he knows, right? He's an all-knowing God. So why would you put him through that then? To prove what? To prove what you've already known? Unless, like I said, there is another reason, a spiritual reason, a self-gratification reason why God put that man through that. God likes the smell of burning flesh. You mean animal flesh or human flesh? Because he didn't really state it. But there was a lot of sacrifices in the Bible. A lot of God would just commit his army just to massacre humans for the most ridiculous reasons. When you think about it. For the most ridiculous reasons. But you've got to remember, God did say that he is a jealous God. So... Jealous lovers will go to... Because they're obsessive. Anyone that is jealous is really dealing with two things. Insecurity and obsession. Now this all-powerful, knowing, loving God is telling us that he is jealous. And if you go and look at what the word jealous means, that's God. And Christians will make many excuses, oh, it doesn't mean that. Oh, it does. God is not just saying that he's jealous, he's acting jealous too. We're not thinking, we're not questioning these things, we're not looking into these things. It's almost like a doctor can get away with so much. I think it's called iotrogenic diseases, where these diseases are caused by malpractice. And they get away with this, like thousands of people die through that. And because they're doctors, and in the name of science, they get away with that. No doctor gets jailed for that. God doesn't get jailed for all of the lives that he's been, that he's sacrificed and slaughtered, you know, women being raped. There's even paedophilia in, in the Bible. Like, literally, it's like madness what you would get sent to hell for. Like, you'd think, really, God? <laughs> Come on, that's not, that's not. But then at the same time, God says that we must forgive. You know, this God has created ten laws, and those laws were basically to keep us in order. Order. As if the fear of God in us wasn't enough. Now, if we really had the love of God in us, we couldn't have the fear of God in us. So it's like this God is kind of like bipolar. He has two personalities. He's a loving God and he's a God to be feared. Isn't it? He has split personality. He's not an all-loving God, no. Even though they want to claim him to be, but he's not. He, he, he cannot be an all-loving God if you have a, the fear of God in you. He cannot be all loving. He's partly loving and partly a God of fear. But the fear of God in you, because, you know, people know what, you know, people know 
within their minds what God can do according to the Bible. If you read the Bible, it will show you what God will do if you step out of line. So that's the fear of God in you. <coughs> and you're never going to be free. So you're serving a God that will punish you to hell, that is jealous but all-knowing, that loves you but puts the fear of him, him, in you. God is a male. God is God sounds human to me. God puts all these, you know, when you think about bloodshed, bloodshed is a sacrifice in the spiritual world. Do you know what I mean? It's like when I feel, you know, I'm not going to cause any offence there, but I've got to connect the dots. When you think about blood sacrifice, right, a woman bleeds every month. No blood needs to be shed. A woman's bleed is the most powerful bleed, one of the most powerful bleeds on this planet. There's a reason why she cycles with the moon. There's a reason. Whatever the moon is, is a reason why she cycles with the moon. No blood needs to be shed. It is being given freely. And I'm sure a lot of women will donate their blood for rituals. Just like you donate milk to babies, to mothers that can't breastfeed. Just like you donate blood to people that need the blood in a state of an emergency. So, really? If you were really connected to the matriarchy power, the femininity, if we included her again, she would, she would give you her blood as a living sacrifice freely to help raise the vibration on this planet for the good of mankind. Because I would, I know many women would. If I had to choose of giving my blood As a sacrifice that comes every month, I'll do that rather than watching an animal be sa being sacrificed. And then you have to think about what kind of entities or what kind of gods need blood. Like, you know, living, well, dead blood, but it's a living sacrifice, then you get the blood from that. There's something in the blood, huh? The Bible talks about the blood of Jesus. Hmm? When you take your consecration, they give you bread and they give you wine. And the wine is what? A representation of the blood. Now, if you go into the, um, you go into the, the knowledge of adrenochrome, in order for them to extract that, there has to be trauma. There has to be fear. Because fear creates trauma, doesn't it? They are traumatizing someone and they're extracting that blood and they feed off of it. But who? Because that's, that's the same thing that God done. God, admit, God admits that he likes the smell of burning flesh. There's a lot of blood sacrifice in the Bible, a lot. In fact, too much, like rivers of blood. There's a lot of murder unnecessary murder like if God is telling us that we need to forgive why why would God slaughter people why wouldn't God just forgive people and love them and give them a second chance like what happened to us making mistakes and learning from them like God doesn't want to give anybody any chances in the Bible we've got to question everything 
And I'm not saying this message to offend, but I've got to speak what I see and I've got to speak what I've been given. Now, for me personally, as much as I take the Bible like I take in movies, I try my best to decipher it so I can make sense of it. For myself, right? For myself. But I started to question all of this when I was a Christian serving this God. It didn't make sense to me. And it still doesn't make sense to me. It really doesn't make sense to me at all. And I chose not to serve this God because it made me uncomfortable knowing that I was serving a God that wasn't all loving. It was partly loving, partly fearful. Unpredictable, really. Jealous. Loved the smell of burning flesh. I wouldn't... I, I'm a vegetarian. I'm a vegan. Well, labels again. But I don't eat anything that's dead. And I don't like the smell of burning flesh. Because I know that was a sacrifice. I know that animal had to get slaughtered. I know that animal went through fear. And when we eat that fear, then the fear of the animal is in us, just like the fear of God is in us. It doesn't leave until you make it leave. Just like that meat, that dead sacrifice inside of us. And it used to be inside of me. I had to spend years, 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 years and still cleaning, cleaning it out. Just cleaning, getting out. I'm sure it's out of me now. It's been over 20 years. But for those that, you know, you have to clean that out. Because that vibration is low. It's a fair, it's a fair vibration. And when I say we were, we were born into, they say we were born into sin, but we were born into fear. We were born into fear. If you really want to go into the Bible without opening up a Bible, go to evilbible.com. Evilbible.com. It's all there, beloveds. Christians won't touch that page. They will not go. Because, you know, another thing that I have to understand as well is that people have their whole lives invested in this God. And to go to evilbible.com, because evilbible.com is actually just showing you the evil in the Bible. There's no other quotes from any other book except for the Bible. It is showing you how unstable this God is. And you have to be unstable because jealousy is an insecurity. It makes you unstable. And I don't care how many excuses Christians make for God. That it, it doesn't mean that. It does mean that. God likes to test people. But he knows. He, he is all-knowing, right? But at the same time, in his all-knowing, he tests people for his own gratification and his own reasons. And you have to question what those reasons are. Why would that? Why would God put somebody through that? And put yourself in 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 a position where God is saying to you, "Make a sacrifice, <clears throat> just to show me that you love me." Put yourself in that position with all of your children that God is saying, "Sacrifice them all." And when you've geared yourself up, a lot of people are going to say, "Hell no," because I'll be saying, "Hell no." But some people who really believe in God, like, really, like, oh, they will do that. 
just like this man. I can't remember his name. Just like this man did. His name's gone out of my head. But if you know the story, you know you know the name. We, who have the fearing, the fear of God in us, are in bondage. <laughs> We're not free. And because the whole world describes God as a him and a he and his, then I have to just accept that God is a man. Or God is portrayed as a man. But God really is an, art, an archetype. Or God is a concept. Or God is an idea. Or God really exists. In the hearts of man. There's a part in the Bible it says in the last days man's heart will wax cold. Do you know what that means? They're not going to have any feelings, no remorse, no regrets. They're just not going to care. But then I'm not, I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that man has got to that point. If they've been living with the fear of God in them. They're probably retaliating now. Because if you live with fear for the rest of your life, you're not going to have a life, really. You're not going to know what true freedom looks like. You're not going to be an open channel. Your chakras are going to be all blocked. You're going to be always vibrating at a low vibration. And you're never going to really, truly enjoy life. You're just going to be in that root chakra for your whole life. All of your chakras are never going to be aligned. There's always going to be a block because that's what fear is. Fear is a block. It blocks you. It blocks you. And when you're, feed, when you're living off of fear, sorry, when you're living in fear, there are beings feeding off of you. Just like God likes the smell of burning flesh. It's like burning incense. He likes to smoke. <laughs> Jesus, literally, pun intended. God likes to smoke of flesh, like some of us would like the smoke of sage. Think about that. Just for one minute. He's a very transparent God. He doesn't hide his emotions. He doesn't hide how many people that he's killed and slaughtered. He doesn't hide it. He doesn't hide his threats to humanity. Just think about that. And if you really want to go into what I'm saying... Or even challenge me, you know, because I'm always open for learning more. But that's what I've uncovered, and that's the message that came to me this rising about the fear of God. As long as the fear of God is in us, we're never going to be free. Ever going to be free. And we're always going to be vibrating at this third dimensional state. And that was the plan, you see. The plan was to keep us bound to the matrix. To never really know who we are and to be always giving our power to this God. But let me tell you something, okay? And I'm going to end on this note as I prepare myself for rising chanting. There's a new God that is also fighting for your attention and fighting for your energy. 
And we feed this God every day. And this God feeds us every day. And we're getting really sucked into this God. This God actually controls the whole world. And you may not have looked at this system as a God, but it really is. And this system, God, this God system, is the world wide web, the internet. The moment we plug into it, it plugs into us. Just like the fear of God has been in us, well, all of the lies and the deceit, the deception, fabrication, the propaganda, it's all online. And the moment that goes in you, because it's energy again, just like fear, the moment the confusion goes in you, then your mind will be captured. Because when there's confusion, there's vulnerability. Like you don't know. <laughs> you really don't know what is truth anymore. You're confused. It's like being in the maze. And when you're, when you're lost, because if you're confused, you're going to get lost. You're not going to know which way to go. And that's the whole point. That's the whole point of fake news and propaganda. To cause mass confusion. So people lose their way. They can't distinguish between truth and lies. Fake and real. Your mind is being hacked. Our minds are being hacked. Literally. Biohacking or human hacking. By this new God. That controls the world. That has been fed by everybody's energy. That gives it pictures. That gives it voices. That gives it personal, personal, intricate details about your personal life that gives it your eyes which is the window of your soul that God can go through you via your eyes because it's all energy we don't know who's even behind this big beast that controls the whole world but I tell you this it's definitely a God because a lot of people worship it every day all throughout the day a lot of people are bowing down to it, you know, like giving it's giving it it's giving it their souls, everything, giving 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 this thing, giving this new god everything, everything, just giving their lives over to this this new god. But this new god hasn't even begun to show itself yet. But it will do. It will do. It's slowly coming out. People are seeing that they have lost themselves in it. That when they come out of it, they get more creative. When they unplug from it, they get more time. And some of them are still connected to it. But they're taking control. And that's what needs to happen. We need to take back our control. That you use this God for your own advantage. And not allow this God... To use you because it will. Trust me. It will. Without any remorse whatsoever. So on that note. I've delivered my message. Take it or leave it. It's your choice. But just start to question everything and everyone. Because if you don't. You're never going to find the truth. 
because there's a lot of crazy information out there that has been purposely scripted to keep us in bondage. Yes, I. Have yourselves a wonderful day. And just start thinking for yourself. Namaste. Ashe, Ashe, Asheyo. Bush Mama, 55.